Thank you for listening to the Akuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, learning our purpose, and linking to our community. From wherever you are listening, welcome to the community. We hope you enjoy the message. Akuo. I'm so excited to continue this year with you. Now, if you've gotten a chance to spend some time with us this year, you know that the God-given word to live out for us this year is ready. The idea behind that is that we are ready right now. The way you are, the way you are put together, you are ready. You're ready to make an impact on this world. We are ready. We're all ready. We're ready to listen to God, love people, learn our purpose, and link to our community. And this new series will help us continue to understand that idea in our daily lives. It makes me think about my my own life. There was a point where I wasn't totally ready to do a lot of things. To be a good friend. To be a caring pastor. Forget being a good husband. There was a time where I was like just struggling to be a good boyfriend. Now here's why. With my friends, I had this way of dealing with them. Really, I, I still have... A, a, a certain way of dealing with them, maybe a little bit less than what I used to. I, you see, I like to give people that are close to me a hard time, pretty much about everything. I mean, it's always done in jest and love for sure, but it's a lot. It can be pretty regular. Well, early on in my relationship with Lauren, I learned that I can't and shouldn't talk to her the same way I talk with all my buddies. So I had to learn and develop a new style of communicating with her. I had a way that I would act without thinking, but then I had to like think before I said things. Now, I actually think first and then talk. Most of the time. I mean, it's pretty much at the point where I don't have to think about it anymore. And I think this is something that we've all had to deal with at some level, right? You know, at work, depending on the culture of your business, you might have to speak to your superiors and your peers in like a very specific way. Or maybe they, they get like really weirded out when you send them those corporate speak emails and they're just like, bro, what's up? What, what is this? What does this mean? Now, for sure, growing up, you had to develop these new ways of acting because I know that every single kid has to be taught how to share and how to say thank you. Those things aren't first nature. They don't come naturally. They are things that have developed into a second nature. Now, in this series, we're going to be talking about just that, second nature. Now, before we can get into those things and and really dig into this idea of second nature, we have to understand why this is important and why Jesus is talking about things that connect to second nature and the context of what's going on around Jesus talking about this second nature. So to kick this off, let's take a look at how Jesus' friend and disciple recorded the situation that Jesus was in before he started to talk about second nature. Let's see what he wrote. Jesus traveled throughout the region of Galilee, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. News about him spread as far as Syria, and people soon began bringing to him all who were sick. And whatever their sickness or disease, or if they were demon-possessed or epileptic or paralyzed, he healed them all. Large crowds followed him wherever he went, 
people from Galilee, the Ten Towns, Jerusalem, from all over Judea, and from east of the Jordan River. So what we see here is where Jesus kicked off his ministry. He started with the people of Israel. He started with the Jewish people. He went into the synagogues and preached the good news. He started laying the foundation of what he would do eventually. Now with that, Jesus started healing people as well. And when Jesus did that, it says that word spread throughout the kingdom. Then once the word got out, once the chiefs may hit the countryside, then the crowd started to follow Jesus wherever he went. Also, once that happened, the word spread to the Gentiles, the non-Jewish people. People in Rome and as far north as Syria heard about this Jesus guy that was healing people. Like I said, Jesus is a straight-up famous person at this point. He couldn't travel anywhere without a crowd following him. Now, with all of this in mind, Jesus then teaches one of his most famous and quoted teachings that were ever recorded. It's known as the Sermon on the Mount. So let's go ahead and see how Matthew recorded this sermon. Here's what he wrote. One day as he saw the crowds gathering, Jesus went up on the mountainside and sat down. His disciples gathered around him and he began to teach them. All right, we're going to stop right here because there's some significance to what's happening right here because sometimes we see things repeat themselves as we are reading through scripture. And right here we see Jesus go up on a mountain to preach something that is going to be world-changing for all of these people that are there, and really beyond. We see that happen back in the Jewish scripture, which we call the Old Testament. You see, back in that time, God was establishing a new covenant with the people of Israel. So he called up a single man, Moses, to go and receive the word and share with Israel the expectations they would have on their end of this new covenant. And Moses brings back to the nation of Israel the Ten Commandments. Now, this situation is similar in the sense that a new covenant is being established. This is the new covenant of Jesus. That by simply believing in Jesus, you can be made right with God. But Jesus came to turn some of the culture of Israel upside down. He shows that by simply the posture he's in and who is allowed there. Matthew says that Jesus saw the crowds gathering. Then he went up on the mountainside, sat down, and asked them to sit around him. Now, what we have to understand is that the disciples, the word disciples is a broad term that was used for students. We always think like his 12 dudes, but really a lot of theologians believe that it wasn't just close disciples, but a lot of people learning from him. They believe that there was a huge crowd. The crowd that was following him was all invited to go and sit around Jesus which is the opposite from how it went down for Moses, right? Multiple times Moses had to go to the people of Israel as he's getting these laws, these Ten Commandments from God, and he's like, don't follow me up here. But here, Jesus is inviting everyone to sit with him. All the people, Jewish people, non-Jewish people, doesn't matter. He says, come and sit with me. So let's look and see what he had to say. Here's how Matthew recorded it. Jesus said, God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. God blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the whole earth. So we get the chance to see what Jesus has to say. And some of you may have heard or read or been told some of these at some point in your life. They're called the Beatitudes. 
Sometimes it's like, blessed be the ones, and maybe it was read to you or written to you like that. But like Moses that came before, he has a list of things to share. However, unlike Moses, these are not laws that need to be followed to receive something. And you know what? I've heard it taught before like that. But remember, this is Jesus. This is about the new covenant. In this covenant, Jesus is trying to make everything whole. He is becoming the ultimate sacrifice for everyone. Him and God are guaranteeing the covenant on both sides. The role we play in this is to simply believe. When Jesus makes these statements, he's not describing the way things are in this current moment that he is in. He's not suggesting that every mourner is comforted in that moment in time. Because when you read further in what he's saying, it connects to something bigger. The humble will inherit the whole earth. Hunger and thirst for justice will be satisfied. Mercy for the ones that are merciful. Those are all things that will be completed in the future. One day when Jesus comes back and brings heaven fully to earth, it will be new and perfect in the way God sees fit. This is what Jesus is pointing his disciples to. He's explaining this new covenant. He's explaining how God is changing the world. He's explaining to them the future, the future greatness that will come someday. But not only that, it's going to happen for those disciples in a way in the very near future. When they believe in Jesus after he sacrifices his life and rises again, they will receive the Holy Spirit within them, just like we talked about last week for Easter. So they will get the Holy Spirit. And some of those things that will happen in the future earth will now happen within each of them. And they now happen within us, us believers. We see that in its fullness when we take a closer look at the way this was recorded. When it says, God blesses, or like I said earlier, as some of, may, some of you may have heard it, blessed be, blessed are. There is something much deeper connected to it when you look at the original language that it was written in, which is Greek. The word used here for God blesses is makarios which describes a believer in a fortunate position from receiving God's provisions, which literally extends his grace. So this is about being blessed because you believe. That's the new covenant that Jesus is breaking down. He is showing them that when they believe, they will get all of these spiritual blessings. Blessings that will lead to more grace getting extended by God, which is wild to think about it. Because I believe I am blessed. Because I get those things, something happens within me, which leads to more blessings, like grace from God. It's, it's just like crazy. It's like this. I used the Burger Boy uh, illustration the other day, so we're just going to kind of keep on rolling it with it. So like, I believe in Burger Boy that they're going to give me something for free. So when I show up and they give me something for free, they give me this food, then they're going to look at me and they're going to go, oh man, you have some of our food? That's awesome. Let's give you some more for free. That's kind of what Jesus is explaining here. That God's blessings lead to even more from God. And we are the ones that benefit from it now while we are on this earth. And we will benefit from it when Jesus comes back and joins heaven and earth together into something perfect. So once we get to understand that, that the way that God is going to bless us now as believers uh, now here on earth and in the days that he combines heaven with earth, we get to start to see 
what it can look like for us now. Because we understand what it's going to look like in the future. Because we understand what it looks like in the future, we can better understand how to move now. So here's what Jesus says next. He says, God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be very glad for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. All right, so Jesus lists out a whole bunch of things. But once again, I have to point this out. These are not rules. This list is an announcement of the coming days. This is where we will end up someday. And because we have the Holy Spirit living within us now, well, we can live a piece of this life now. What Jesus is saying in this is that now that I'm here, God's new world is coming. And you'll see that these habits of heart, this second nature, will show you that the new world is here now. These aren't rules to follow. They are the signs of life, the language of life, the life of new creation, the life of new covenant, the life which Jesus came to bring. So we are given these blessings. We are given these things by the Holy Spirit. But it is up to us to maintain it. It is up to us to take care of these blessings and see them move forward. It's like this relationship that I was talking about with Lauren that I have. I have been blessed to be in that relationship. She's the best. But that doesn't mean I should ignore it and live my life like I don't have that relationship. I mean, how ridiculous would it be for me to be like, my wife is the greatest blessing. I received this amazing thing. It's awesome. It's so great. But I love the single life because that's what I knew before her. Y'all, the relationship that I have with Lauren isn't in my nature. It isn't something natural in my life. Now, maybe like if I'd been born into this relationship, maybe if I wouldn't have ever known a way of life except for this relationship, maybe then it would be in my nature. But it's not. It wasn't. That's not my reality. So what I have learned is a second nature. I have to do certain things to maintain a relationship, like not giving her a hard time about everything all the time. At first, it was something I had to make a conscious decision about every single time, right? Now, I don't really have to. So with this amazing relationship with my, my, with my wife that I've been given, what I have learned is that the more I pour into this relationship, the more I care for this relationship, the more I chase after this relationship, the more blessings that come out of it. This is the picture that Jesus was painting with Makarios. We get the blessing poured out by God. We get to see the future, the eternity that he has placed in our hearts. We get those things. And because of that, we can experience those blessings now 
We can push away from the way that we were created before we knew Jesus, before we joined our lives with him, and we can develop a way of living that will lead to more blessings in our lives, more spiritual blessings in our lives. Because when we consciously walk with these spiritual blessings, the blessings of humility, thirsting for justice, mercy, pure hearts, and working for peace, then other people will get blessed. When we do that, God will see we are carrying these blessings around with us and he'll just start giving us more and giving us more. That's the way this was set up. When God sees you walking around, handing out blessings, he's gonna give you more to hand out because that's his ultimate goal. He wants this world to be fully blessed with him. So of course, when he sees you doing these things, he's gonna hook you up with all the blessings that you can possibly handle. And maybe you're hearing me talk about these things and you're interested in these blessings. Well, I gotta let you know, the first place to start to get these blessings is with believing. Believing that Jesus is who he said he was. God walking this earth in human form. Believing that Jesus did what is recorded about him. That he led a life without sinning, sacrificed his life, then rose back to life and went back into heaven. If you believe that, then you have access to these blessings. Even if you believe a little bit, he will grow it within you. Now, if you've never believed and you want to confirm your belief right now, or maybe you just want to take a moment to like reconfirm, reaffirm your belief, I want to lead you in a conversation with Jesus, which we will call a prayer. Now, in this prayer, you will just simply confirm your trust and belief in him. And what I'm going to do is ask the rest of the Akua community to pray along with you, because here at Akua Church, no one ever has to pray alone. You always have a community there with you. And I get it. This could be a little bit weird for you right now, and we're going to be in the weird with you. So if you want to confirm your belief in Jesus, just go ahead and say this just between you and him. Just say, Jesus, I believe. I believe in you and what you did here on this earth. Today, the best way I know how, I give you my life. Amen. So y'all, we are called Akuo, and it's for good reason. It means to listen. We want to listen to God. So we want to take a few minutes to sit in the presence of God. We would just want to sit back and ask God a question and have him answer it. We want to listen to God. And when we ask this question and listen, you might get like a picture in your head. You might hear a thought get spoken and it's like completely out of nowhere from a random train of thought that you weren't on. Or maybe you'll get like an actual audible voice. Or maybe, maybe nothing will happen. No matter what, what we want to do is sit in front of God, take this moment, spend this time with him because the best ability that we can have when it comes to God is our availability. Okay, so just between you and Jesus, I want you to ask this question. Just ask him, Jesus, how can I start to develop a second nature based around your blessings? All right, I'll give you a couple minutes to listen and I'll come back to close in prayer.
Right, Jesus, thank you for everything you've done for us. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for laying your life down for us. Thank you for becoming that perfect sacrifice for us. And thank you for all the blessings. Jesus, please help us see the blessings you have given to us in our lives. And Jesus, give us more. Give us more so we can share them with all the people around us so they can see your glory as well, so they can see how much you love them. Jesus, thank you for everything. We love you. And we pray all these things in your holy and mighty and loving name. Amen. All right, now before we go, let me share just a few things that we have going on around our community. The first thing I want to share with you is how you can get into community with different people here to Kuo. And one of the easiest ways for you get to get connected here is to join a community group. Now, if you're interested in being a part of a group, it's really easy to find one. All you have to do is go to akuo.church community, and you can find the one that fits you in the best way possible. We have groups happening all throughout the week with different kinds of people, and, and there's something that's going to fit you. I say this all the time, this is the best thing, probably the best thing that you can do here while you're at Akuo is joining one of these groups. Now coming up this week, we're gonna be having some fun fiestas that we will be jumping into so we can be linking to our community. The first one is happening at the Sorrento, the uh, senior living facility right next door to our building. It's happening on April the 18th, it's Tuesday from 11.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. What we're gonna be doing is helping the seniors in the Sorrento community have a fiesta party. It's like just a mega party. They're going to have a parade. What we're going to do is buy all the decorations for them to decorate themselves and their pets. And then they will go and walk in a parade around the complex. And after that, we're going to help serve some food uh, and just have all kinds of fun with them. If you're interested in being a part of this, you can sign up for this on our website by clicking on the link in our Get Involved tab or by scanning the QR code that you see on the screen right now. Now, the other Fiesta event we will be a part of will take place on Thursday, April the 20th from 6 to 8 p.m. One of the families in our Akuo community gets their block shut down so they can have a huge potluck celebration with the entire neighborhood, and Akuo is going to be providing paletas for everyone that wants one. This will be taking place on the 2100 block of Gramercy at 6 p.m., on Thursday. Y'all, this is such a fun time. I want to encourage you to come and be a part of this. Now, I want you to know that when you are generous here to Kuo, it goes towards things like that. Us reaching out to our community, making sure that the, the folks at the Sorrento have all the things that they need so they can feel like people care for them, so they feel like there is a community linked to them. So when we show up in our neighborhood uh, at this block party, they see Akuo is a place that loves them and wants to be linked to them. So I want you to know that when you are generous here at Akuo, you're really being generous to your community through Akuo. And we all know that we serve a God that wants us to be generous at his church and with his people around you. And I want to thank you for showing that. Because when it comes to being generous here to Kuo, I want you to know that I'm not hung up on, on any of the things outside of you doing it with a cheerful heart, not worried about the percentage you're giving. I want you to be talking to God and asking him what you should be giving, listening to him and giving what it is that he says you should be doing. Now, 
Like I've said before, sometimes you might not hear from the Lord. That's okay. If you aren't sure where to start, maybe you haven't heard from him yet, one of the many ways that you can express your generosity here to Kuo is through the biblical method of generosity called tithing, which means giving a first fruit 10% offering to the storehouse, which is your local church. That could be a place that you start. Now, we don't want this to be a burden for you. We want you to do this as a celebration of the relationship that you have with Jesus. Just like when we are reading through these Beatitudes today, this isn't a rule, this isn't a law, but this is something that we can see in the future, this generosity. This is a way that is rooted in love that we want to be rooted in now as a celebration of the future coming of the Lord so we can share that with everybody around us. We want you to be doing that in that way. Now, the celebration of giving might not be a possibility for you right now. Things might be really tough for you and your family. If that's you, it's okay. If things are tough for you right now, please allow us to help you out. We want to be linked to you during your tough time. So if you need anything at all, please reach out to us. Or let's say that you know someone that needs some help. Let us know and help us get connected to them. Now to do that, all you have to do is go to our website, akuo.church, and click on the Contact Us link. You can also send an email to us at help at akuo.church, or you can call or text the church at 210-901-8785. Now, if you are willing to give here at Akuo Church, the best way you can do that is by going to our website, akuo.church. Now, when you get there, all you have to do is click on the giving link up top and then follow the instructions that you see on the screen. We also have the text to give option. For that, all you have to do is text AKUO, A-K-O-U-O, and the dollar amount you want to give to the number 77977. Now, if you don't want to give electronically, we also have our P.O. Box available if you would like to send your gift through a check. For that, all you have to do is mail it to AKUO at P.O. Box 100-125, San Antonio, Texas, 78201. All right, guys. That's all that I have for you today. I just want you to know that I love you and appreciate all of you. And we, as, a, as an organization, as a group of people here at Akua, will be praying for you now and throughout the rest of the week. So before we go, let me just pray over you one last time. Jesus, I thank you for today. I thank you for the way that you've been speaking to people. I thank you for the way that you have been moving hearts. I pray that as these folks move forward, that you would show them the second nature that they need to develop in their lives. I pray that you, they would see the blessings that you have poured out upon their lives. And I pray that you would help them share those blessings with every single person that they have around them. Jesus, we thank you for everything and we love you. And we pray all of these things in your name. Amen. All right, that's all that I have for you this week. We will see you at a community group or one of the many fiestas we will be a part of. Have a good one. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O dot church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.